Hey guys, it's Brianne. I thank you so much for tuning in today to today's podcast, um, listening in um, to Holy Spirit this morning, gleaning for some morning wisdom, looking for what I need to focus on today, what I need to think about, the meditations of my heart. I always want them to be pleasing in God's sight. And this morning, I was really focusing on love. Love, I believe, is one of the most overused terms, uh, but it's one of the most beautiful things about life. It's what connects us. It's what grows us. It's a gratif- gratifying, satisfying feeling that oozes all over our soul and is displayed all throughout our life. This morning, I was really thinking about a lot of things that people think love is and actually what it is not. Um, furthermore, I went to Twitter and I, I listed some things that people think that love is. And I simply said, that's not love because a lot of people get confused and thinking that these things or these components and factors of what love is or how it should be or what you have to tolerate or deal with can under the mise or the idea of it actually being love. It actually is not love. And I believe the more that we reconcile with ourselves what love is and what love is not we get a greater understanding of who we are and what we'll accept and not accept um biblically we know that god is love biblically we know about agape love which means that it is unconditional it has no constraints it has no limitations it goes as far as the east is from the west it's covered in grace and mercy and compassion and it's a beautiful type of love it's the same love that we're supposed to show that our neighbors that we're we're to love others as we love ourselves and a lot of us don't actually love ourselves is what I thought about this morning and how if we were to love ourselves we would be and do a better job at loving our neighbors that love is patient it's kind it's not prideful it's not boastful it doesn't brag it doesn't hurt that that is what love is so I really wanted to bring attention to what love is not because we don't see a lot of genuine displays of how it is enacted and carried out in the world. I tweeted my first tweet. I said, perhaps their actions are telling you more than what their mouth is fulfilling. Perhaps. Perhaps it's very plausible that maybe the mouth of what the person is saying who says to you, I love you. And then their actions are carrying out a different set of principles, a different idea, a different mentality about how that love should look. And I believe it's our job as individuals, especially as we're talking about intimate love and heart space love to know what we want that love to look like and be okay with it being displayed in a different way that maybe we're not used to that maybe we've never seen before, but it's better for us. It always should have both parties involved, all parties involved winning, whether that's a love display from ministry or uh, from helping others, from being involved in an intimate relationship, from your siblings, from your sisters to brothers, from your parents, you know, from authority and honor and reverence positions, I guess would be the best word. So, you know, from honoring your pastor, from honoring your teacher, from honoring your mentor, from showing reverence to those who have rule over you, those who have authority, those are all different types and various kinds of love that affect the way we love and should be loved. A lot of people, uh, draw in parts of their heart and parts of their mind to this type of love. And I think it's very imperative that we talk about what love is not. In my next tweet, I said, pettiness, that's not love. Mind games, that's not love. 
Payback, that's not love. Name calling, that's not love. Screaming and demeaning, that's not love. Making you pay for their past, that's not love. Making you pay for your past, that's not love. Overloading you with their junk, that's not love. Requiring more and giving less, that's not love. Shutting down, blocking out, that's not love. Pain, not peace, that's not love. Confusion and chaos, that's not love. Pride and immaturity over humility and a high road. That is not love, people. We have to understand what love is not. We live in a world, in a culture, in a society that praises uh, the undying and unending sacrifices of the woman, giving her all to this love in no return, to be disrespected, to be uh, forgotten about, to be misused, for to be put in a position of being cheated on, lied on, um, to be uh, confused about the way that the other person like all of those things are not love. God is not a God of confusion. And if God is love, then confusion is not love. Therefore, that doesn't mean that you work. That does not mean that you don't work through confusion. That does not mean that you don't work through the chaos. That does not mean that you don't work through pride and immaturity and um, the heaviness and the pettiness in the mind. That doesn't mean that you don't work through those things. What that means is, is that if that is a constant state of the relationship, of the connection, if that's what you feel, that that is not love. That is not the rapport. That is not the constant output that you should continually be giving. At some point, there should be a shifting. At some point, there should be a change in action, a change in reaction, a change in response. Somebody in the relationship, somebody in the love connection has to decide that that is not the way that love will be demonstrated. And that was my next tweet. We have to understand what love is and how you want that uniquely demonstrated to you. At the very basis, you have to understand what love is and what love is not. And then we as humans get to decide how we want that love demonstrated to us. Everybody doesn't require the same thing. Everyone um, is very familiar with the five love languages. And I believe there's about seven, actually. But um Everybody's familiar with love languages and how you can communicate and share your love. But there are unique ways that you want love demonstrated to you. There are certain ways, there's things that make you, that make love well up in your heart and make you want to give love and share love. Um, in this particular point, I'm talking about how the type of love we receive because we know that love is not selfish. So we understand that we have to give love, that we need to be more focused on what we output on what we give to others and not so much focus on what we receive. And the reason why is because love doesn't put yourself first. True love, it doesn't put you first. It puts the other person first. It puts the relationship first. It puts um, the other person's needs, the other person's desires. That's when you can love your neighbor as yourself. The Bible says that we fool ourselves when we say that we love the father, but we don't love our brother whom we see and we love our father that we can't see. We uh, spend a lot of time hating and backbiting and quarreling and reveling and um, being confused and lost in social media and being petty with posts and memes on all of these different things that do not signify an agape Christ-like love. And the only reason why I'm focusing on that agape Christ-like love is because that is what most people want. A lot of people in the world are crying. Their souls are hungry to be loved, genuinely, wholly, authentically, originally loved. But 
we accept a whole lot of other garbage and trash and junk and filth that is not love. So we first must love ourselves. And if you have not taken time in your life before you've jumped into relationships and connections and business partnerships where you have not first loved yourself, I would I would strongly encourage you to scale back. Take a maybe you are in, you know, contracts and you can't get out of maybe you're in relationships where you don't you feel like you're too far in. Well, I want you to know that it's not too late and it's not too far for you to scale back and look at yourself and see and find ways that you can love yourself more truly, more richly with no restrictions and no limitations, but wholeheartedly love you. So that you can love others more, more effectively, more efficiently and more strategically. Like you can more you can think about ways that you can love. You can think about ways that you can give. You can think about ways that you can serve because you're so filled up with love on the inside of you for you that you want to share it and give it out to other people. And I think that the more that we grow in our own love narratives, not 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 to a healthy, not to an unhealthy place, meaning that not that we get so in love with ourselves that we don't want to love anyone else. But I'm saying that the more that we grow in a healthy self-love and a healthy self-perspective, the more that we can show the love of Christ and show um, a pure, beautiful love to other people because the world is crying out for that. Souls, people who are lost, people who are wondering, people who have low self-esteem, people that are depressed, people who struggle with anxiety, people that just need a hug, people that, you know, have first world problems, people that have third world problems, wherever they are in life. I believe love is the answer. Because what do we have if we have not love? The Bible talks about how we can um, prophesy in God's names, how we can be a clanging symbol in, in the congregation, how we can do all of these things. But we fail if we don't have love. So if love is the foundation and love is that important, it's a conversation that needs to be had. And maybe it doesn't necessarily need to be had with anyone else. Maybe we just need to talk about love with and for ourselves first. So today I want to encourage you to love yourself. Today I want you to uh, I want to encourage you to focus on how how do you love yourself and how is that love being displayed to the other people around you, the other people, your coworkers, your teammates, um, your friends, your social circles, your gym partners, the people you go your do your Walmart shopping with, the people in your life groups and small groups, the people that you do your labs with, the people that you have to group up with your home. Who how is that love being displayed? What does it look like? How could it be better? What could you do differently? How do you want love uniquely demonstrated to you? And are there any gaps in that? And if so, what are you going to do about them? Today, I just wanted to charge you to think. Hashtag Selah on some things. And I will be back because I too, as I did in my quiet time this morning, had to think about love. It's a beautiful thing to think about, but ask and answer the hard questions, okay? I will see you guys. <laughs> Hashtag no pun intended. I'll be back very, very soon. I love you guys. Peace, love, and hair grease.